Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. What's the first thing that you think of when you hear this statement? Loving what's no good for you. Let me give you a couple seconds. Don't you automatically go to the realm of relationships? Possibly, particularly the woman who's loving the man that ain't no good, right? But I'm sitting here laughing at myself and I was cleaning my nose and I'm like, listen, I just got to call you. So one of the weird signs that as I age and become wiser that my body gives me on when I eat something that doesn't sit well with me is my nose starts running. Yeah, like a freaking kindergartner. <laughs> like, like, go find your bike, kid. Get out my face, right? And so... If I'm honest with myself, I have been realizing within the last year or two, all these different changes within my body that is just like, wait a minute, this is just weird. Like things that I loved my whole entire life, I can no longer eat or things that I've been eating my li- my whole entire life, I no longer can enjoy. So I have been on this quest, you know, I've been trying to do my whole health kick. I've read, you know, eating for your blood type books, which by the way, you see my face? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, And I just been noticing some things like all of a sudden I can't eat fresh fruit of any sort. The moment that I eat fresh cut fruit, my throat starts to itch like I want to take my whole entire fist knuckles and all and just scratch the inside of the esophageal lining because wow and then what was the more of a kicker I can't digest chicken all of a sudden now listen there's a lot of things I'm okay with but what you're not going to do is come from my food regimen I'm just it's not going to be okay and that's hilarious to me because I remember my mother telling me that All she ate while pregnant with me, what she was craving was watermelon and fried chicken, which, by the way, were two things that I absolutely did not like as a child. But that's another story. I guess I'm not too sure. But I was just kind of last night. I had me a little midnight snack, you know, because that's what you do at midnight. And I went and my new kicker all of a sudden is I love um, the Hershey Kisses, but with the almonds inside it's enough to make you sell your firstborn just for just one more (laughs) it is delicious to me and my body just keeps texting me like excuse me um did you not get our last text when I said I can't be bothered so what I've been trying to do is isolate certain foods to see how I respond to it because it's just a few things I'm just not okay with giving up like listen Lord where's the cheese prayer that I can pray um that my body will go ahead and be okay with that um what's the all of a sudden it's almost like my body wants to be super duper plant-based uh vegetarian and I'm gonna need my lasagna from time to time I'm gonna want to spread some butter on some bread you know without getting being constipated for a year like can we not and I know this is a little bit you like uh you giving me all the t all the m and all the i but just that little transition of or that recognition of I can't have this no more I found myself saying comma but I love it and I said man how many areas in our lives do we take and just use that line 
when something is no good, oh, but I love it. Oh, like I always used to look at, and I used to be non-judgmental, I used to be judgmental, you know, before I became non-judgmental. So, you know, don't, don't judge me. This is a judgment-free phone call. Just remember that. But I remember being younger and looking at people who, you know, were diabetics. And I'm like, what is the big deal to stop all sugar intake? I don't get it. This thing can amputate and go so much further and you losing things. And like, that doesn't make any sense to me until you get to a place where you're like, why can't I kick this habit? Like what part of um, your body does not like almonds do you not understand? Oh, you thought putting it inside of a chocolate um, Hershey Kiss was going to uh, mask the fact that it is not uh, responding well with you. Now your nose is running like somebody stole your bike. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And so that's just in the food realm, right? We're often digesting things. Some of the times we're ordering stuff like, mm, I know I'm not supposed to have this. I'm going to wake up with the whole tire in the morning. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, my face going to break out immediately. Yeah, I'm going to be on somebody's toilet, um, singing the opera or, um, <laughs> asking Jesus, just, you know, help me just one more time. Like how many times have you continued to consume said beverage and you know that you made a commitment to yourself that, Hey, I'm not going to drink this anymore. You know what? I'm going to just go ahead and give my liver a break. How many times have you indulged in anything and knew you knew I should not be doing this, but you did it anyway. What is that comma, but I love it, that we do to ourselves? And I'm starting to believe that the reason we are committed to continue to consume things that are no good for us because we have not yet experienced a true cost. I guarantee you, said drinker, that beverage would not mean nothing to you if you went to the doctor and they were like, one more drink and you're going to die. It would be like, oh, how much is y'all water? Yeah, it, 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 if it becomes a life and death situation, then we get a, oh. I remember when my mother was diagnosed her first time around with breast cancer. Oh, she stopped smoking immediately. Oh, look at you, supercured.com. That's all it took. But why do we have to get to that limit? Why do we have to get the super duper hangover the next day and to be able to see, okay, you know what? I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to be able, don't invite me nowhere. I don't even want to know how to spell liqueur. Okay. I just leave, just, I, mm -mm, I'm not going to, but from time to time, you know, you find yourself kind of moseying like, oh, I had a good, a good little week or two, you know, whatever your time frame is of, of clarity. And now I think I can go ahead and jump back in. Why? Because you love the product. You love said item more than you've actually connected to how much is this going to cost me. And now let's go ahead and dive right into relationships. I think anything in, in that space is interchangeable. But what is it about said person that you know it ain't no good for you? You know you should not be talking to him anymore. You know that such and such is involved. He married, brings no good to you, and you yet still, you, you tried to block. You tried to even possibly contemplate changing your number. You tried to just go ahead and do all these other different things, but you know what? You let a little bit of space, you know, just in case, you know. Um, why do you do that to yourself? 
knowing as you picking up the phone, you shaking your head like, I should not be answering for him. I should, I should not be answering for her. Knowing it ain't going to do no good for your soul. You do so good when you don't speak to him. You do so good when you don't speak to her. The only thing you struggle with during that time is, oh, I wonder what such and such is doing. I miss them. But then when they come back, oh, my goodness. The shake off that you have to, you feel like you were on a good track. And now when they came back, now you just feel that heavy all over again. It feels like you were climbing your way out of this pit. And as soon as they come, boom, now you right back at the bottom of it, looking up like a turtle that's been turned over. And you're like, what did I just do to myself? And then you go ahead and make these commitments. I'm never going to answer. Next time I'm just going to, nope, I'm a block and I'm not, mm mm-mm. And you, you you do it to yourself. Because you have that comma, but I love it. And most of the time, it's a fleshy thing. Just be honest. Most of the time, it's a, your body is craving said person. Let's just go ahead and just keep it a hundred. Your body's craving said person, just like your body was craving said food. Your body has been controlling you to areas that you are not supposed to be. Please don't look back on your life and see that all the decision making was made by your flesh. That would be the worst case scenario to have. You mean to tell me as smart as you are, you ain't use a little bit of your brain, as big as your heart is, you didn't say, you know what, I got to start taking better care of you. I'm going to make better decisions from this place. Like it's all these other organs in you, you let your flesh, you let the physical realm be your follow the leader through life. Why? Sometimes you just got to have these kind of conversations with yourself. Like, what am I doing? And you know what the worst thing is? I think sometimes we just become okay with not being okay. Well, you know, I'm stupid for him because I had a kid by him or he's the only person that I, but you don't understand. And then you start making these excuses to justify your stupidity, to justify the fact that you don't want to become better. Like, I wish you could see what your life would look like five years down the line if you really were to follow through with letting certain things go, certain people go, take your health more seriously, go ahead and just stop using the excuse, but but I love. Okay, you can go ahead and change that. Do you know that if you started eating different for like maybe two to four weeks, that when you tried to go back to certain foods, it tastes different? And that's just with the food realm. Can you imagine staying away for a certain person from two to four weeks, hanging around a different group, changing your circle, just getting a different mindset, hanging around stronger women, because nine times out of 10, women who are broken hang with women who are broken. And nine times out of 10, dudes who hang with people who are no good, he's a dog, he dogging his girl out, but you dogging your girl out, y'all just all just in the the dog pound, right? Y'all all got leashes and collars. If you changed your circle for a minimum of 14 to 30 days, if you tried to go back to it, it would feel funny. Because if you give your body and your mindset and your being, your life, a chance to see what it looks like on the other side, there's something about the past and what was behind you that just doesn't seem as attractive. Do you ever change your you ever look back at the person um in high school who was popular (laughs) right you know um and 50 cent said dang homie um back then you were the man homie 
what happened to you, right? That was the lyrics to it. Pretty much essentially saying, at one point, you had it all. You had all the girls. You had all the dudes looking at you. You were dressed nice and blah, blah, blah. You ever looked at the popular person in school and see how they looked um, a couple of years later? And you're like, wow. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, why did we think you was cute? I don't because you had the new sneakers, the latest outfit, like not really connecting the two anymore. And that's because you started being around a new group of people. You started, you know, uh, changing your circle. So when you look back at the circle that was of importance back in the day, it's kind of like, hmm, yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't really, um, that's not connecting. But I wanted to come on the phone and just tell you, like, and it was as as simplistic as, why do I keep, like, I literally have a fresh bag of Hershey Kisses with almonds in my refrigerator right now because it tastes better when it's cold. But in knowing my nose is going to be running, I'm going to possibly be coughing. And it's like, are you serious? Like, do they have to discontinue it for you because you don't have the self-discipline? Like, what is really going on? I'm sorry. And I know that if I'm struggling with that, somebody else is too. Yeah, I'm sorry. You could try to drink all the tea, all the things around it. But listen, I think that one of the major things that we can take account to is sometimes you don't know all the answers, but you need to be paying attention to the red flags. So I had no idea that um, I'm not supposed to be having chicken anymore until I started realizing every time I eat this, I feel a certain way. Hmm, weird. And I just kept, <laughs> kept making it. Boiling it, frying it, you know, baking it, whatever. Just, you know, all kind of. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm starting to see a pattern here. But the thing about food, the thing about relationships, the thing about anything in your life is it requires for you to pay attention, to pay attention how you respond to it and to pay attention to what it brings to your life. You need to get to a place that you understand this costs me more than what I'm willing to put into it and I am willing to make the change but I love it but I like it it makes me feel he she whatever all the excuses I wish that you can see from a bird's eye view how much that decision is truly delaying and costing you in your life I wish that you can see that every time you picked up that phone call that you delayed your husband your wife from coming to you another two to four months did that phone call mean that much to you? I wish that you understood that every time you you lowered your standards and allowed somebody to hurt you, that you would be broken for another two years. Does that cost make sense to you? I wish that you knew that every time you drunk that, that you lost a piece of your liver. I wish that you could have x-ray vision where you could actually drink, look down at your liver and go, oh, that's what's happening? I wish that we can see it in a new way. So that we can truly understand the magnitude of the cost of what it is that we indulge in, in all realms. I wish that you understood that maybe you are cranky in the way that you are because the past that you are holding on to is bleeding through your fingers and you've been in pain so long, you don't even realize that you've been gripping barbed wire for the last 10 years. I wish that we can see in a different way Almost like the challenge is, I want you to go back and I want you to pray and ask God, can you help me to see it different? Because if you see it different, you'll start to respond differently to it. 
And that is the catalyst to all things change. Whether it's throwing a bag of Hershey Kisses with Omelish fresh in the garbage or returning it because I still got the receipt. Whether it's blocking said, said person or just taking an extra leap to listen, I'm going to change my number. Or just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to answer any number that I don't know. I know that this number is blocked, but we'll be screening all phone calls like their bill collectors have a nice day. I wish that you understood that you couldn't take an invite to go everywhere because while everybody else is having fun, you're delaying. You are deducting time and progress from your life. So I challenge you to look at the areas where you're like, I need more self-control. And if I have more self-control in this area, I feel like my life will be drastically different. It's not as easy for me to just walk past the candy aisle. It's not as easy to me to just say, okay, I'm cutting such and such off and I'll never see you or think about said person again. It's not easy for me. And when you start to get to that level of recognition, you can say, okay, it's not easy for me, but this is what I can do. I can go ahead and just make sure that I don't go in that section of the store. I can go ahead and make sure that every time I start feeling like, oh, I miss such and such that I start to identify, hmm, yeah, you get a little emotional at night. So I'm going to go ahead and set an alarm clock for you just so it can be a reminder blaring on your phone. You get emotional at this time. It will pass. Or you need to go ahead and do a voice note to yourself and say, hey, self, we promised that we would change our lives. We're not going to let a moment of weakness derail our lives. Okay, in note. And you need to hear it and you need to constantly write stuff to yourself. You need to do something so that you can finally not only just climb out the pit, but make it out of it. Take control of your life. Stop driving along the journey of life and getting out your car for roadkill. The roadkill will be roadkill. You know what it's actually just doing? It's distracting and delaying your ETA. Stay in your car. Stay on your path. Stay on your journey. And just remain consistent and exercise self-control and do what needs to be done. And I'm speaking to you in this way because I feel like we all need this. So I'm even going to put, I promise you, I'm going to put this Hershey Kiss bag in a plastic bag, put it on the door and just say, if you don't throw it in the garbage, because I hate to waste money. So I know that's not what I'm going to do. You need to exchange this for something else at the store because you do not need it. And to be honest with you, I don't think I would have realized huh, this is causing an issue. I did realize my face was breaking out, but it wasn't until last night, literally, when I grabbed a couple of handfuls. And then this morning, before eating anything, my nose was running like it's winter time. Like I'm in the middle of an igloo. And I'm like, what? That's weird. And so what do you do? You backtrack to what did I indulge in? What did I do? What did I? And it was like, you ate those four to five Hershey kisses. That's what happens. And that's just having a level of awareness, being real with myself and saying, okay, you're going to have to make a decision. And is that the worst thing in the world? No, it's not like my nose was bleeding, but my body indicated to me, hey, um, this is not a good fit for us. You can't continue to eat that. Yeah, not if you want clear skin, not if you don't want to walk around with a Kleenex a box, okay, and be embarrassed that your nose is running like um, you miss your grandma. Like, what's going on? It's ridiculous. So my challenge to you, again, is to look at the area of life that you don't have self-control in and just say to yourself, 
okay, what am I, what behaviors am I going to implement so that I don't continue to stop my car for roadkill? Can you do that? And I don't really have too much after to say about that because you already know what these conversations are, right? They are life-provoking conversations. The conversations no one else is going to have with you because they're going to be afraid you hang up, but I'll call you back. I have your number, and I'm not afraid to use it, point blank, and the period. So go ahead and do a little evaluation on your life. They do it at your job, but you need to do it for your life and really start being honest with yourself and say, I need to make this change, Okay. All right, and as my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and do your evaluation. I'm getting out your way. I'll call you back later. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm getting ready to go put the Hershey Kisses on the door because I need to make a change. Anyway, speak to you later. All right? <laughs> later. <laughs>